This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. We are moving in a new direction, moving forward, and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria, and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices. As we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company, Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com. so glad that we did um about our teenage diaries we did and Ooh. i am so excited to look around this table mm-hmm. and see that we have all brought our little notebooks mm-hmm. so cute i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say this right now because mm-hmm. i know that um it's kind of my fault that we're we're doing this right now. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Because I I brought this up last week. Glad you claimed it. And <laughs> although it was Christina who suggested that we we find passages, I spent my morning, my morning <laughs> coffee time, reading this diary. Yeah. And let me tell you, I don't. I I'm sitting here with you now, and I still don't know what I'm going to read because it is either <laughs> devastatingly sad, like I'm like, oh my god, like c- clearly I was going through it okay uh-huh. emotionally yeah or i i can't read it because it's too specific even right. if i were to change the names there are people who listen to this podcast who know the people who i talk oh. about in this oh, diary mess. and I love it mess. would get real messy real fast yeah so i'm like I, I was sitting there trying to be like okay can i change the names can yeah. i change like some significant details and i'm like there is nothing in here that i could change enough for people to not know what i'm talking about so i'm gonna do my best i'm gonna do my best okay <laughs> well yeah my- i'm coming in hot i'm naming names oh, i got God. it all yeah Mine, during this time um, I, I vacillated back and forth. I kept a journal like pretty much as long as I can remember. And so sometimes it was just like a daily journal. And then I guess during this time period, I thought that I could best, um, deal with my feelings by Writing poetry. It? Oh, uh, poetry. Yeah. So God. much poetry i didn't even get out my poetry notebook i was like i I, i'm not gonna go down that path you know what's embarrassing enough is that in my (laughs) journal i have screenplay ideas oh Oh, oh. i need to hear those i'm not gonna lie it's your version of poetry it's all bad it's so bad it's your version of poetry (laughs) why don't i start us off the passage that that i found because i could also read a poem but here's here's one i thought that would um I feel like we need soft music playing under really this. really relatable. Okay, so I said in a relationship, this is what I need to be happy. I'm sorry, how old are you? How old are you? I need ages. I am uh twenty one mm-hmm. at the time. Twenty one. Twenty one year old Christina in a relationship, this is what I need to be happy. Mm-hmm. Number one, open, easy communication. I need to know where you're at. Need to vocalize how I am. <laughs> I mean, kind of true. It's actually, true. It's true. Of everything, 
this needed to stay on the list for okay, sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number two, I need to hear I am loved. Oh, okay. That's sweet. Number three, poetry slash songs slash etc. I want to inspire you creatively. Oh, you wanted Bitches to be like, amused. Muse. You wanted to be amused yes. even back then. <laughs> she had fantasies of muse life. Yes. I totally did. Show me you wrote something for me. It means a lot. And then play it for me on an acoustic guitar at a party. <laughs> oh, no. I think you and Chris are the the same person. I'm not going to lie. It's so embarrassing. Number four, a partner. I don't want to give 200% to get nothing in return. That's actually, that's a good one. I should have kept that one higher up on the list. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Above above poetry. Oh, and then then I added something Uh on here. This is is what really gets me. (laughs) There's an addendum. Trust me, I notice underlined. Okay. You haven't eaten me out in months. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> I need a good sex life, not routine. It hurts me deeply when I feel like you're not interested. Oh, Ooh. this were, you were talking about you were talking to someone specific. Number five, ambition and creativity. Oh God. Oh, damn. Honey. Six, support. And seven friendship. I, so. I have to tell you, and I'm not I'm being a little shady, but like <laughs> knowing who you ended up marrying, mm-hmm. I'm like, you didn't listen to your own advice. No, I did not. I did not. I wrote this out and then was like, All right. on Shut- to the next poem, I guess. Put it away. <laughs> Shut that. Don't Move take on. That advice. <laughs> oh man see this is the Ooh. thing when people are like what advice would you give 21 year old you oh honey i gave myself that advice i, I just, just didn't take listen it. To exactly a hundred percent i will say that again i'm not gonna yeah. read the passages specifically but mm-hmm. reading my relationship was like I went back on everything I told myself yeah. I wanted oh, or needed yeah. from a partner. Mm. Like, it's just excuses, excuses, blaming myself, self-loathing. Amen. <laughs> like, horrible. Yeah. You're exactly right. Because I'm like, all that stuff is stuff that, yeah, I'm still like yeah. looking for. <laughs> also. Yeah. And I think you finally have listened to yourself. Finally. At, what? 30, 38? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you're, you know what really threw you off was that muse shit. Yes, like oh, that's I the know. thing that blew you off. That that, that thing was I could take take off because it was yeah. too high up on the list. <laughs> that's right, and that's what you were really looking for. Yeah. and that was it was just antithetical to everything else that that's was right. on the list. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah, no, we're t- we're taking that off. Oh, Dude, this no. is just moody artist Ooh. types. Yeah. Oh God. All right, mm-hmm. who's up okay. next, Cassie? I see a note <clears throat> okay, on I have, there. I have a few things to share. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have additional things to share, or I should just be out with all of it. Go, go, f- go, okay. for, go, go for, for one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the first thing that I found during my journey into my box of memories was these. And I wanted to share them with you because, um, and I will post them, a couple of them. Okay. But these are photos of me because I thought, I apparently thought I was going to be a model. Um, oh. These are pictures of me, two of them at Dawes Arboretum, posing quite, quite. Um, Suggestively? With a tree, um, oh. at the tender age of probably like eight or nine. Okay, but we all did this. Okay, but I <laughs> we a hundred percent all did this. God, like sexy. Yes. You thought yes. that you were Brooke Shields for sure, yeah. dude. And that. this one, everyone did the hand on the head. Yep. Everybody did that, like the oh, hand on yeah. the back of the head. 
Yes. So <laughs> here Girl, you are so adorable. is everything that Keegan has wanted. And that is embarrassing photos oh, yes. of me thinking that I'm a model. <gasps> you have. Is that a, a perm, perm or is that your hair? Girl, that oh, is a oh, perm. Well, you've got good triangle hair. Yeah. Oh, oh it's great. We've Solid. All, hey, I, you guys have seen my triangles. So. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love to see it. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, okay, the next thing I would like to share with you is Your my... diary is fantastic, I've got to say. look how pristine it looks, right? It yeah, looks really falling well. falling apart. So I'm going to open it this Same. way because apparently the first thing you need to see is that I have hair in here. Why? Don't know who's... Whose hair? Don't know. <laughs> there knows? is also a blood stain. Hair no. is that. Oh and, that and that hair is wrapped in a used... Um, like, is, uh, that a, is that a, like a, a straw A straw wrapper? paper. Why is there blood? Don't know. Is I'm this concerned. a tainted love? I, Are we already at the tainted love part? I legit have no clue what the fuck is going on here. What I also would like to show you is that I share no feelings. My diary. You ripped shit out. It's gone. Oh. Oh. Because I trust no one. Do you one. regret that? No. Oh, really? I apparently don't. And honestly, I'm at the, I do, there's parts of me that do, but then there's parts of me that like, there must've been a reason I ripped it out. I, I wrote it down. It was cathartic at the time. And then and got I, rid and of I'm it. done with it. Wow. And that is a very, very telling thing about me. Yeah. I do Once like, I'm done with it, I'm moved on. I do like this piece of paper that says private underscored three yes. times. So what is that? So I will get there. <laughs> You're like, slow your roll. <laughs> but, but before I get there, I want to share with you a little poem very little poem that okay. I wrote. Oh God. Um, and this is about my breakup with my high school love of my life. Oh no. Richie. Okay. Richie. And you Name should and know, names. you should know that I grew up in the time of zines. Oh, um, yeah. Poetry was a thing. And this is called broken. Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah. That tracks <laughs> broken underline dreams. Hearts, fantasies, promises, love, lust, trust. Oh, it rhymes. Ooh, internal rhymes. rhymes. Oh, and that's it. Wow. That's it. Broken. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wow. Yeah. I was devastated. <laughs> and it is literally just a torn out piece of it. Just a list of words. Can, can, you, can you see 16-year-old yes. me here? Oh. Yes, of course. This, this is... The embarrassing shit that I wrote down. I mean, devastated is what I, I was. I did not pull. Out, I did not pull out my poetry. What and was that one? That one quote though mm. that you texted us. I was oh. laughing so hard. <laughs> I will. I will share it. Um, after Cassie goes, it was so, so uh, like eighteen. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So this is the only journal entry that I have existing on this planet because you saw I'm, I like you to move on. Out. So yeah, like y'all are hearing it here first. And by the way, we are sharing it on a podcast yes. and it does say private. Yes. Yeah. So, we're going to have to get pictures of that. So I want to talk about how it's fourfolded, not very private, just a fourfolded <laughs> piece of paper. But you that wrote says on the front. So private underline squiggle underline. That'll so you knew I meant out. it. Yeah. Do you know the first thing that happens when I see something like that? Open oh, it. Open oh, it. it couldn't open <laughs> it faster. <Yep. laughs> I want to also speak to the fact that I love stickers. Yeah, this is oh, smiley there face. You I have one smiley face sticker. Oh, and, and you wrote in cursive, so you uh, know yes. this is for real. I wrote journal and then squiggly line slash slash 
925. Oh, but no year. You got to no include year. the year. This would have been, I know, my, I would have been junior, nope, sophomore year of high school. Okay. Because I know because of the story. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let me begin. <laughs> Today has definitely been a fun day. I was with Amy, Chris, Daniel, Lori, and Jerry all day, basically. <laughs> basically. Basically. <laughs> First of all, yesterday when I was supposed to go to the football game, I was only there for part of the game. Ooh, <laughs> where were you? In parentheses, we won 30 to 8 Grandview. Wow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Good news. The other part was spent with Chris Hall, Lori, and Daniel riding around in his Jeep, and we went we and we were at his house for a while. In parentheses, smoking. Oh, oh my god. That's amazing. <laughs> we went back to the game and uh, we went back to the game and got Amy, then went back to Chris's house in parentheses own apartment. Oh. oh, oh my God! He has his own apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. so adult. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and I'm a sophomore. Oh, mm-hmm. Amy and Daniel went upstairs and did it. Oh <gasps> my God! What? Oh <laughs> my God! Scandalous! <laughs> then Gary came over. I do not know who Gary is, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> then Gary came over. In princes, he was high as a kite. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, today, I went mud running with Chris, Jerry, Lori, Amy, and Daniel. It was fun. Underline, underline, squiggle, underline, <laughs> exclamation point. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. That's incredible. I I don't know how I'm going to follow that. I will say, I will say that because we have talked about it on this podcast before about how I can't believe that 2000s fashion is coming back. Like, don't, it's cursed. Don't Mm -hmm. we remember? Why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Gen Z is making a mistake, and I feel like I can't stop them from walking over the cliff's edge. Yeah. Um, My, I found some of my senior photos, Mm. and um, I was wearing a dress Mm. and a t shirt and and jeans. jeans. And are those slipper shoes? They are slipper shoes. They're like ballet green ballet slipper shoes Mm -hmm. that have a bow on them yes um also if we were to zoom in on this i have a uh nose ring it was a good time okay okay wow all right all right (laughs) (laughs) um so the passage Mm. that you were referring to that i texted you guys last week after we had this conversation so meaningful (laughs) so beautiful so deep was i still wanted him even though I knew it was stupid. And yep. I was like, that's the title Amen. of my memoir. Yep. <laughs> From yep. this time. Might as well be like, there are poems in here. I was like, who was this about? And then I was like, oh my gosh. Gotta so be honest, crazy. Probably wrote a few of those things in this little book. And who knows? Yeah, they're gone. No one will ever know. No, but oh everyone God. will know that Amy and Daniel did it. They will know that. <laughs> Basically. Oh, God. Basically. Basically. Okay, hold on. Let me find. I sent you guys a link. Or, yeah, I sent you guys a picture. <laughs> Look, I didn't even change names. People, I, just, I just came in I mean, hot. Nobody, I, I, no last names. I do have this this passage here. I, I was such a sad girl. My. my <sighs> My diary is just soaked with Pisces tears. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> he tells me he loves me and I know he means it, 
But what if I love him more? What then? What if he finds someone prettier with more talent who he can talk with just as easily? Oh, <laughs> that is a Pisces tear. My it really God, is. The it biggest. really is. Um, but I made a list of, I was like, I'm so busy. During this period of mm. time, I, I, this is, I went off of literally no sleep ever. Like I was just like going, going, going. And it was like kind of a humble brag. Totally. But, but it's great. Mm-hmm. So, um, 7.15 a.m., wake up. 8.30 a.m., get to work. 4 p.m., leave work. 4 to 6, work on screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> how old? Wait, how old are we? Uh, we are, hold on, what's the date? The date is July 22nd, 2008. So I was uh, 18. Oh, work on screenplay, of course. Yes. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 6 to 7, mm-hmm. eat dinner. Seven to eight, makeup, change, work on tarot. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I write that? Like, I was like, that needs to go in here. That, like, there's it's, proof that I was working on my skills. Yes, okay? yes of course. <clears throat> eight to, and I all name names here. It's fine. Eight to 10, 15 p.m., spend time with Kyle. This is the guy I was seeing at the time. 10, 15 to 12, 15 a.m. Rap show with Thomas and Kendra. <laughs> rap show in Springfield, Missouri. Rap and <laughs> show. By the way, it's not W A R or W R A. No, no, no. It is a rap. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Hip hop show. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, I awesome. had a lot of you white sk- rappers skills. as friends. Ooh. Okay. At this time, okay. he get an Eminem over here. White wow. rappers in the Midwest. Wow. Mm-hmm. Big, 12, big 12, in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Yes, very big. 12.15 a.m. to 3.30 a.m., go to Luke's. 3.30 a.m. to 5 a.m., breakfast at Carriage House. Who's Luke? <laughs> Luke is our friend Luke. We used to, he lived like way out in the boonies and he had- Did he have his own place? No. Oh, no, it wasn't his own place. Uh, he, did, he had nothing on whoever that guy was. Chris with Chris, his own apartment. with his own apartment. Yeah, but he, he did have a cool <laughs> single dad. He did have a cool single dad who yeah. let him have the basement. Yeah. And so you could go over at like any time of yes. night. So all the parties were like oh, at yeah. Luke's because he had like a basement that had like a pool table. Yes. And like gaming <gasps> system. Every Every friend group has that, has a that guy. Kelly right. has that guy yeah. for sure. Mine was a girl and her yeah. name was Kelly. Yes. Totally. There's always the one friend with the basement. So then 3.30 a.m. to 5 a.m. I guess we got hungry. So we went to get breakfast at Carriage House. 5 a.m. to 5.15 a.m. I went to pick up Corey, my friend Corey. 5.15 a.m. to 3.35 a.m. I get home and go to sleep. <laughs> and then I got up the next day and went to work at like 7. <laughs> Oh, wow. My gosh. Wow. So what this is, as as a diagnosis, is I feel this so hard, which is that you've said before, you weren't really popular in school. Mm -hmm. So this is proof Mm -hmm. now to the growing adult version of you that you are super popular and you have so much going on right now. (laughs) Right? Like, I don't know if you guys know, like, look at what look I can my barely schedule. sleep. My schedule is I'm so deep. so, like, busy. I have so many friends. Yes. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I didn't even go to that game. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh. I love that you put who won and the scores, though. Yeah. You're like, well, important that, information. No, no, no. See, that's the stuff you need to make sure you have noted in case dad asks <laughs> yeah. or mom asks. They're like, oh. oh, who won oh, the game? Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on, you guys weren't bad kids. Amateurs. Get in Amateur here. hour. I got 
got some I got some uh, lessons for you guys. That was a journey. And I, I'll tell you, I really did enjoy reading through because I had to look through a few of them to find out like which ones were in which time period or yeah. whatever. And I really got to go in deep on some of these. these I mean, look, I, I still want to find my I think the real juicy stuff is in my school notes. Mm. And I have them in a bag somewhere oh. of like notes written to each other in school. I and have they're so at many. my they're at my parents' house, but I cannot for the life of me find them. If I ever find them, we will do a special Patreon episode where we read unboxing. Them. Oh yeah. Oh, I have a note. If oh. you want if you want to know. Let's get a sneaky peek. Yeah. Let's get yeah. A, a peeky sneak. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna read a note to you. Okay. From apparently I love the bubble writing. So like that was such it's a bubble writing, and I want you to know that who it's written to. Joe. Okay, that was my nickname. Mm-hmm. Oh, cute! Yeah. Like I was from li- Little Women. Little no, Little Joe from Bonanza, which is a nickname that my best friend Sarah's dad gave me was Little Joe, and that kind of stuck. So I got called Joe kind of through like you know junior high, mid high school kind of nicknames thing. Yeah. in school is also the most fun. So if you see, there's it's Joe, it's to Joe. And it has a little flower on the front. With an arrow. Yes. Uh-huh. And then when you open it, it says WBS. Right, right back, back soon. soon. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I should have... <laughs> I should have never taken four. I feel so freaking strange. I'm shaking. It's <gasps> oh scaring me. Don't tell Daniel because he'll get pissed. I feel sick. I'm in a puke. Let's walk home together. <laughs> I'm dressing for Jem. I feel a little <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have three left. I didn't get in trouble today. I didn't talk at all because I'm s- scared. I'm going to l- let you go. I love Daniel. You love Carver. Oh, which was my boyfriend's last name at the time. This is straight up high school <laughs> drug shit. Drug shit. That is this is drug shit. Those four were white crosses. A hundred percent. Wait, what is that? Those are, that uh, those are caffeine pills basically. <gasps> That you would get. So she was just like that girl yes. from Saved by the Bell? Yes. Just so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so scared. My heart's pacing. <sighs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so those, wow. are the, those are the tales of my my childhood. You have the most scandalous out of all of us. I also, mine, mine is just sad girl shit for yeah, the most part. Mine also. I also found a three-day in-school suspension for smoking in there. So. Nice. And then I did also find a great card with all A's and B's. So There you go. Yeah. So wow. it, it's a wild ride. My it childhood. High school. <laughs> High Jesus. school for sure. Well, who should we fuck, marry, kill this Oof. week? I feel so, like it needs to be crushes. I, I yeah. kind of feel like it should be high school crushes. High school crushes. Mm. Oh my gosh. Take myself back. Gosh, I know, right? I mean, Johnny Depp was a big one for me, but I feel like we've had a lot of Johnny Depp on this podcast recently. So I'm going to yeah. not go that direction. Mine was Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Oh, that's well, a good that's one. Valid. No, he was great. You know who I really loved and would not now is Orlando Bloom. Really loved him. Yeah. Sticking with the Pirates of the Caribbean. Thing. There you go. Yep. Gotta yeah. stand by it. Kurt Cobain, <laughs> Orlando Bloom, and we <laughs> are all over the map. We are all over. all over the map. Okay. Like, okay, you got you got 
<laughs> Legolas slash Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. You got pirate vibe, pirate elf vibes. Yeah, over yeah. here, uh-huh. and and you know, um, paddleboarding pantsless. Yes, on this side, huge long. <laughs> basically, it basically. was a huge slong. <laughs> basically, what we're trying to say. basically what I'm trying to tell you is. Uh, <laughs> You got Lou Diamond Phillips, who is oh. still hot. So still good. Like, he aged, he aged really well. Really well. And you knew He's he would. Beautiful. Because he has Those that bone structure oh. that like is never gonna fall. Right. Yeah. Right? Like it's holding everything taut. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So he's still good looking. Oh. And, and he, he was um he did uh La Bamba. La Bamba. And yeah. And the the cowboy show, which I can't think of for uh Young Guns. Oh, Young geez. Guns and Young Guns I never guns watched too. Young Guns. Ooh, ooh. But then you also have Kurt Cobain, who you yeah. know everybody went through. Everybody went through a Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Oh my god, phase at one point or another. 100. Like everybody like, did. He's singing. I mean, you guys heard my list of qualifications. Oh yes. yes. So you you need to be amused. <laughs> I will say, I think you would have been better for him than uh, than, than some Courtney, of the other so. alternatives. I well, I don't think he would have been better for me. No, so, yeah, no, no, was, <laughs> definitely. No. I'll tell you what. I feel like I know what I'm going to do right off the. All bat. right, you go. You I'm go. Marry Lou Diamond Phillips. It's wise. Yeah. He's freaking aged George. Well. Yeah, aged well. Seems like he has a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. He works regularly. Seems like an upstanding <laughs> yes. guy. He and pays his taxes. Like, that man, like, yeah, got it under silently control. Silently strong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like if he needed to throw down, he would. Yeah. But oh. you don't want to push him there. Like, no, he's no. that guy who's got his hands up who's like, don't push me. Don't push me. Don't push me. you not to push me. And then, then it's when all it happens, it happens, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I'm going to marry him. <sighs> it's and tough, I'm, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck Orlando Bloom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the right answer. Come on with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, we all saw the paddleboard pick. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he is a bad decision to date long term. Oh, like, terrible. I mean, for real. But, however, what I will say is he seems cheesy as fuck, like so cheesy, but him and Katy Perry Love have been it, together actually. for a while. Yeah. They're and yeah. He seems baby. like they, they seem kind of cute. Yeah. All right. I have high hopes for them. Me too. I will have a one night stand with him. It won't be a whole night. Yeah. We're just going to do it. And yeah. I'm gonna bounce, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I yeah. don't feel like I would cheese want fest. To basically yeah. stay any longer. Yes. Than that. And yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I, you know, it makes me feel like, wow, I'm not in high school anymore because mm-hmm. like the idea yeah. of. Because your high Kurt, school answer would have been Kurt totally Cobain. different. Mm. It's just like Kurt not appealing Cobain, to me. Your right high school Cobain would have been my high school answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your high school answer is you're marrying Kurt Cobain because mm-hmm. you're going to save him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to save you. I dated like this. This diary is full Chuck of Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Kurt. <laughs> like it's that's that was my thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to be great. I'm going to change his life. No, you're no. not. No. He's going to ruin your life. Yep. Like that is what's going to happen. Yeah. And the thing is. I love Kurt Cobain. Like even outside of Nirvana, like as yeah. a person, like his interviews are great. Yeah. He he's a feminist. Like yeah. I think we would vibe yeah. on a lot of levels. I I I really really like Kurt Cobain, but I feel like I've grown up enough now to know that you you can't save everybody. Yeah. Can I use and, him to sleep with Dave Grohl? Oh. No. Hey. Huh? 
There's that one night stand. Ayo. Use him to get closer to date. See, Grohl. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna, is the marrying type. We're gonna fuck yep. marry friend. You're gonna be friends with Kurt <laughs> yeah, Cobain. Yeah, I gonna like Get this. you in the door. I like And this. then you're gonna fuck Dave Grohl. Dave, <laughs> Dave Grohl is gonna get it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would marry Dave Grohl. I would actually. marry him. hundred yes. percent. I feel like if Dave Grohl's listening, he is frightened by this. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> no. But <sighs> but yeah, I mean, like, I think as an adult, you realize, like, no matter how much you somebody can be a really nice person and you can like them a lot but you you can't invite that kind of like mm-hmm. chaos right into yeah. your life or that kind of like baggage into your life and right. so like i'm gonna do the exact same thing yep yes as you christina mm-hmm. i'm gonna marry lou diamond phillips just feels like a good solid choice mm-hmm. yeah uh, and I'm gonna fuck Orlando Bloom, and my little, you know, 14 year old heart is just gonna like s- be on <laughs> cloud nine until he opens his mouth afterwards. <laughs> yeah, like and they <laughs> because you know, like he he has a real cheesy quality yeah. that like is not. It's gonna ruin it. It's gonna ruin it. Yeah, yeah just don't it. talk. Maybe he can put on the Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, and no. I can oh, and no. I can oh, I can no. kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> oh, oh no. Like fuck I Orlando don't. Bloom and Captain Jack Sparrow at the same time. Wow. Don't love what you just did. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I don't Standing love it. By it. <laughs> okay. You're hill to die on. Okay. Um, I'm doing the same thing. I, I think it's it's really the the uh forty three year old me. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. Lou Diamond um, Phillips all the way. Okay. Yeah, you do. And 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 you don't, you know, but for sure, 14-year-old me. 100%. There's no other answer than, yeah, yeah you got to be with Kurt and, Cobain. And I kind of feel like Kurt Cobain could lead to Chris Cornell for me. And Ooh. that's... Mm. That's where it's at. Yeah, me. he's gonna open the door mm-hmm. to all mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna if he took you on tour, yeah. you'd meet all kinds of people. Shit, I meet Courtney Love, and I gotta be honest with you, I had the biggest crush on Courtney Love. Oh, there I love, go. I love Hole. Yeah, yeah I absolutely, hot. I love Hole. And he maybe introduced me to like Kathleen Hanna. My okay. life would be fucking yeah. made. Are you kidding? Oh me? my god, can you imagine? Oh, I'd be so popular. Oh my <laughs> god, you can write it in your diary. Yeah, yeah. I did. That's actually what's missing from the diary. It's yeah, all yeah. just like, oh my god, you guys, I totally I'm met. Basically part of bikini kill now <laughs> right. um, oh, by the way guys this is my worst state podcast i'm christina i'm keegan i'm cassie hey and we do have a new patron ooh, hey ooh, hey ooh. so we would like to welcome kimberly sullivan to the patreon crew welcome i'll be reaching out to you soon to send you your my worst date shirt so look out for that yeah yeah and you guys want to take five and we'll come back with stories yeah sounds good cool and we're back. All right. Kick us off, C. Okay. So I got this one from Reddit. Prelude. Mm-hmm. I wake up one morning and go down to the kitchen, find a half banana on the kitchen counter, which is odd because it was a whole banana when I went to sleep. Hmm. Oh, I, I don't like that. <laughs> is he sleepwalking or do you have a, a dude <laughs> a living on your walls? Realize that a rat somehow <gasps> got into my house and ate half. I figure out how he got in behind the fridge and buy rat poison, steel wool, and spray foam. I have uh, to say, I kind of love how smart rats are. Like that rat came in there, peeled that banana, ate okay. half of it <laughs> with his little mouse hands, rat hands. Dude, I have been in the longest fight with our building managers and they finally have cleaned up the area where the dumpster is, yeah. which was literally like disgusting, disgusting. And it bred like a fucking rat bonanza directly behind. And so like at night, 
we have lights that come on like motion lights mm-hmm. and so we'll be watching TV and the lights will come on oh, and no, I'll no, see no, no. and I'll see them no. I'll make eye no. contact no. with them and I'm like looking at all of my animals yep. just sitting around me and I'm like useless <laughs> guys well villains retired he yeah. is he's like motherfucker is so old your dog 21 is, your cat is like too old for that like, but no. you know i have a really weird relationship with rats because like i don't want them around like wild rats yeah feral rats are terrifying because they're yeah. so smart and they're so resilient from yeah. like just thousands of years of yes. living through plagues you yeah. know what i mean no but like pet rats are actually like so smart and interesting mm-hmm. and as like, pets logically i get like squirrels don't bother me whatsoever mm-hmm. and i get that squirrels just have a cuter tail it's they're the same fucking thing yeah they but are. i still i cannot logic myself out of like screaming at the top of my lungs when i see one on my back patio well yeah. it is wild when you come across one like if you've ever been in like hollywood late at night mm-hmm. and yeah. you walk by an alleyway and to see one mm. when you're not expecting it just uh, scurry across no. they're big they're huge Ugh. Ugh. anyway yeah. city this life. rat's eating a banana okay okay I leave the poison out at night. The next morning it's gone, so I seal the rat hole with spray foam and steel wool. A few nights later, I'm woken up by a frantic clawing noise coming from <gasps> inside the walls. Oh, no. I wrongly assumed the rat would take the poison outside to die quietly. Instead, he spent his last breath trying to crawl through the drywall uh. and avenge his death. Oh, <gasps> no. After 15 minutes, the clawing finally stopped, and I spent the next few hours feeling guilty oh. yeah, about a he dying called, rat. He called his rat sleeping. friends, 911. He's yeah. just like, come get this motherfucker. <laughs> Fast forward a few weeks. Met a girl while out at happy hour and really hit it off. She's gorgeous, funny, and into baseball. Not my favorite sport, but I know enough to fake it. So we set up a date for the next Wednesday, which happens to be game three or four of the World Series. We go out for dinner, and while finishing up, she says she'd really like to go somewhere and watch the game. I suggest my place, and she agrees. (laughs) Smooth. We go back to my place, open the door, and are assaulted (gasps) by the stench of of death. (laughs) Why does it stink? I took the trash out this morning. The fridge is relatively empty. And then it hits me. The rat that died in my walls two weeks Uh earlier is getting his revenge. Uh It's ruining your fucking life. While all of these thoughts are racing through my mind, I'm making the absolute dumbest small talk with her oh. and not acknowledging oh, no. the awful you have to for me in the room get ahead of it get ahead of it that's one thing you learn it's just like look if if you can smell it she can smell it yeah. you need to address it before she does yeah you can't ignore it oh no don't know what i was thinking maybe if i pretended not to notice she wouldn't notice it oh no but there was no ignoring it and she probably thought i live in an awful stench and don't know it or won't admit it <laughs> oh no after 20 minutes of stilted talk she made an 20 excuse minutes and departed and i was left alone with the putrid corpse of a dead rat i texted her but never heard back of course no look that we would be calling each other if this was us and being like i just got out of the worst smelling apartment and he didn't even (laughs) notice which means he must just live like that exactly that's that's what what i would have thought yeah Yeah. so a few weeks later the giant house flies filled with blood showed up in my place but that had nothing to do with the date the end like bro you should think about moving (laughs) or look you sealed up that hole unseal it find the rat get rid of it oh my god people do these things oh horrible exterminators hi okay mine is really short 
I uprooted and moved across the country with the, with this guy. Realized after the fact just how dependent he was on his parents for everything. Oof. They basically controlled his life because he didn't have a real job and lived off their money. Aww. He spent ridiculous amounts of cash on stupid stuff like his train modeling hobby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing against if that's your thing. Oh, it's just, my It's just such God. a weird picture of like this grown man who doesn't have any of his own money but spends like a lot of money on train model trains. Yeah, which can get expensive. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I dated a guy when I was like 18 who was really into this game called Warhammer. Yes. So Warhammer, if you don't know, and God bless you for not, um, <laughs> you have to buy these little armies, these little plastic figurines, hundreds of them. There's like <laughs> five or six different armies like you can have an orc army oh you can god. be an empire oh army oh my god um maybe like it's too all much these it's already elf, too much elf wood elf dark elf army no. so he had every single <laughs> no, thank you every single army with hundreds each you have to glue them together and they're they're just gray plastic pieces and then you paint them painstakingly paint these <laughs> figurines that are like this big you get fake grass and you glue them oh, in the bases no. uh, again it is again not to shame anybody's <sighs> thing because like we all have hobbies right yeah. there are, and, and i hope I have you yarn. have hobbies right yes yeah. hobbies are hobbies good are good they're good it's just if this is the thing yeah capital yeah. t capital t in your life <laughs> that you're not even paying for right oh, man and like your parents and your girlfriend are footing the bill for your life and you're still mm. choosing to like shell out i would shame any anything at any that hobby. point right yeah. you know like ugh. you have to have priorities you know what i mean like yeah. your bills have to be paid first before you buy Get a, a new, new train. caboose jesus <laughs> okay so he spent <laughs> a new caboose uh, he spent ridiculous amounts of cash on his train modeling hobby, but his parents somehow blamed me for all of his failures instead of him. Oh. Despite me landing freelance work, then a full-time job within three months of quitting my job and moving with no job prospects. So this bitch is on top of it. Wow. Yeah. He came home from a trip to see them two days before New Year's Eve and told me they gave him an ultimatum. Me or their money. He chose the money. Yeah. I had to, of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. I had to live in the apartment for another two months, sleeping on the sofa bed while he moved another girl in. (gasps) Stop it! (laughs) Oh my god! He's like, you know who I'm thinking of right now. I am shook head. We know someone who did something similar. Basically, basically the the same same thing. thing. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible. Wow. But she says. But she says. Ugh. My fuck buddy and I broke his couch bed, though, so it wasn't all bad in the end. There you go, girl. <laughs> Listen, is this story from someone? I know. We I'm know. like, we, we need to know more details. I need details. a first name. Yes. I need at least a first Confirmation, name. Confirmation, please. And by model trains, did you mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, wow. Okay. Sometimes it hits close to home, you know? <laughs> Okay. I was introduced to someone through a friend and after chatting for a bit on, on the night, we exchanged numbers and he promised to message me. He seemed like a really genuine guy. Don't they always? Yeah. Yeah. And he was a few years older than some of the men I normally go for. However, I was willing to see where it went. 
he had a really good job and we liked a lot of the same things. To cut a long story short, he seemed to me, at least, to be driven and he knew what he wanted from life. He was, I guess, the sophisticated, slightly older male. Mm, and he sounds seemed good so far. really keen to go out with me. Our first date went well. We met up quickly for a coffee and a light meal on my lunch break from work. He was really passionate about his job and what he did. So I was really fascinated by that. He asked if I'd like to go out again. And I said, yes, we ended up meeting for a drink after work on Friday night. Again, it went well. He was really charming and funny and And any reservations I had about dating someone slightly older than my normal type went away as soon as uh, or as as he was very easygoing and put me at ease. A week or so later, he rings me and asks if I'd have dinner at his house the next evening. I said yes. And he texts me the address and says that he looks forward to seeing me. Night started out well. The conversation was good. He was funny and everything felt neutral or natural. I didn't notice it at the time, but he was drinking a lot. I may have had, it may have been nerves that made him drink more, but I sort of nursed my glass of wine while we chatted and had nibbles while he downed two or three beers in the space of half an hour. Oh, that's a lot. I mean, because generally I'm like, okay, you don't know somebody's alcohol tolerance. Like right. half an hour. be fine, but three beers in half an hour a is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. It, It only increased as the night wore on, and I had maybe three glasses of red total while he polished off a bottle of wine himself and then all the extra beer on the side. His behavior started starts to change slightly, I guess from the alcohol he had consumed. He became loud and quite obnoxious, talking over me or starting on a different subject while I was talking clearly not taking an interest into anything I said about halfway through dinner. He announces, and I quote, I need to piss. Hold on. Oh, the bathroom was like right there. <laughs> not that far from the dining room, but no, he opened the sliding door, no. walked a few steps onto the balcony, <gasps> unzipped no. his pants and started going. He was stand standing not that far away from me and he just let it go and peed off the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a downstairs neighbor? Oh, no. Let's hope not. Oh, my God. He Well, he has to because he's on the second floor. <laughs> well, maybe it's he, a lobby. Maybe there's like not know. someone's balcony right beneath you because that's what I'm picturing. Oh. Imagine you're just sitting in your apartment, your downstairs apartment, watching house. Whatever, and then yes. like totally in, that. into your into you just see a, a stream, dribble. one stream. You're like, is it raining? No, it's not raining. It's just one. That's weird. Powerful yellow stream going into your balcony. This happened to my neighbor. Or your patio. No, no. Mm-hmm. the neighbor across from me. They got into a war. They they were like, you know how across <gasps> yes. the pool there are those two apartments on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Well, the bottom one would keep like banging on the ceiling because the top ones were getting too loud. So they kept like peeing off their balcony onto no. the guy's patio. Yeah, it like started this Ew. whole war. Ew. It was like What's a pee, wrong a pee with war. you? Who raised you? Gross. <laughs> well, what the, if it's a pee war, the people on top definitely have the advantage. What are the people <laughs> on the bottom supposed to do? Just peeing into a bucket, into a balloon, throw it, it up over. over. <laughs> uh, you hit the nail on the head. No, my dear. no. That did Shut not happen. Mouth. Yes. Stop it. Yes. No. Yes. In a bucket. No. Yes. What, along with dog feces. <gasps> Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. You <laughs> turned no. into a whole. Sorry. 
of pee and poop. Stop! <laughs> How old are these people? Oh, like in their forties and fifties. No, I swear to God, grown adults no. throwing piss and poop. I have no words. I am shook. How has this never been brought up before? Right? I, I don't know. I've, we've never talked about peeing on someone's like patio b- before, and so. Oh no! Oh no! Oh god! Well, okay. <clears throat> he even looked behind him and gave me a goofy, half-drunk smile while he did it, and I was mm. like, kind. I was like, kind of disgusted, and I didn't know where to look or what to do. <laughs> Just make hardcore eye contact. <laughs> he came back in, all smug and proud of himself. Sat right back down and finished his meal. Didn't wash his hands or anything. Oh. Disgusting. <laughs> oh. I excused myself and went into the bathroom. As soon as we had finished oh. eating, I quickly called my sister and asked if she would ring me in a bit for some fake event so I could make an excuse to leave. I then called a taxi so that I could be picked up in half an hour time as my car was at the mechanics that weekend. I felt bad for faking an event, but he was really starting to creep me out and make a, make me feel uncomfortable and I didn't know what else to do. Continuing on with his charm offensive the next uh, the next night, he called me and said that he hoped to quote breed me. Oh <laughs> no. Wow. Oh my god, Strong. so aggressive. And yeah. that he quote wanted to quote rut with me. What does oh, that mean? Rut? That's like that's what, what animals like pigs do. do. Yeah. I was thinking deer, but. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Any animals. Animal fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Rutting. Oh, I told him how uncomfortable I had been at this house. And when he peed off the balcony (laughs) and that hearing that made me want to gag. This this sounds like some witch cursed an animal to live in a human man's body. And he like doesn't know how to be human. You can't. Yeah. Like I want to see this movie starring Tom Hanks. Right. Uh, Somebody has pitched that in a room for sure. I blocked him and asked my friend what why the fuck she thought we would be good match. But the friend was unaware of this side of him. That's the that's the problem with with alcohol, man. If you're I mean, a couple, whatever, but like if you're the type of person that Mm -hmm. just like keeps going pees off a balcony. uh, Yeah. Please drink responsibly. I don't even know. I mean, like you could be arrested for a sex crime, basically. Yeah, you got your dick out. You got your dick out on your fucking balcony. Oh, God. What a garbage. (laughs) And plus, you might be starting a pee poop war. War. You don't know what you're getting involved (laughs) in. You don't know what you're getting involved in. Your downstairs neighbors waiting for you. They got your number. (laughs) (laughs) A bucket of poop. Collecting dog turds (laughs) with your name on it, sir. You know, the person who owns the building is just like, come on, you guys. Fuck out of here. So bad. Oh. Uh, all right. Let me pull up my tainted love. Now, preface, preface this by saying that I watched something on HBO this week that inspired it. Okay. I don't know if you guys have watched it, but it's called Murder at White House Farm. Oh. oh I know this story. Yes. I haven't watched it, but I know this story. It's great. Mm. Oh, it's- first and foremost. Ooh, so I dug I watched it yet, yeah. Dug in deeper. And I got a lot of my information from Murderpedia. What, but when I um, was on my YouTube murder show spree, I got really deep into British 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like murder shows because like they're different than American murder yeah, shows. They have and, better accent. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and this one was one that came up a lot. It's it's excellent. Yes. I mean, this is one of the most sensational crimes in British history. Hmm. It's it's still hotly debated okay. to this day. I'm going to give a trigger warning for uh, child death, uh, mental health. And animal death. Mm. So don't love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna leave. But there's there's a, <laughs> okay, there's bye. a lot of stuff in here that I'm like I really wanted to lay out the case, and I want yeah to see where you guys lay with this. Okay. Okay. okay? So in the early hours of August seventh, nineteen eighty five, officers arrived at White House Farm in rural Essex after receiving a frantic call about a possible domestic incident. The man who made the call, 24-year-old Jeremy Bamber, was waiting outside. He claimed he had received a phone call from his father, Neville, saying that his younger sister, Sheila, was going berserk with a gun. Sheila, a former model, had suffered mental problems and schizophrenia, so it was a statement that Jeremy took seriously. Local police waited for backup as there was a firearm involved, which, like, local police in England. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like, I don't know. They got a gun. I don't have a gun. So they had to wait for a ton more people. So they didn't actually enter the house until around 7 a.m. When they finally entered the house, a gruesome scene unfold- unfolded before them. The first body discovered was that of Neville downstairs. They found Sheila's six-year-old twins deceased in their beds. They found Sheila's mother dead beside her bed. And on the other side was Sheila, deceased with a shotgun across her body and a Bible open beside her. The only thing left alive was June, the Sheila's mother, her beloved dog crying under the bed. Oh. Jeremy was absolutely crushed to learn of his family's demise, and police quickly determined it to be a murder-suicide. Because of his sister's fame and the severity of the crime, it was quickly picked up by the press and the story was everywhere. Sheila, or Bambi, as she was known from, because her name was Sheila Bamber, so they called her Bambi, because she had really long legs, was on every newspaper as a killer. Jeremy sobbed as his dazed girlfriend, Julie Mugford, arrived to comfort him. Her ex-husband and father of the twins was told later that day and could scarcely believe it. He told investigators that Sheila was sick but not violent. He would never believe that she would hurt their children. Sheila's cousin, Anne, was also in disbelief as she described Sheila as a gentle person. But it was also the 80s, and if you had any mental mm-hmm. health issues, mm-hmm. it seems people, and especially police, could easily believe you are a killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The community was stunned. Neville and June in particular were devoutly religious and upstanding pillars. They were seen as kind, generous, and giving. Neville and June had adopted both Jeremy and Sheila, and they had been paying for her flat in London. They were also paying for a cottage for Jeremy not far from White House Farm, and he was helping run their caravan park for them. So police are quick to wrap up the scene. They feel it's open and shut. However, there are a few questions the scene presented right off the bat, just from careful eye observation. Number one, the shotgun could hold 10 rounds. All told, 25 rounds were shot. Whoever did it would have had to reload the gun at least twice. Wow. Neville was also and a shotgun. A shotgun. Like shotgun. 25 shotgun blasts. Yes. Is very intense. Yes. Number two, Neville was also severely beaten. He was a large man, well over six foot, and Sheila was a thin, small woman. 
Number three, why didn't anyone hear the shots? 25 25 shotgun blasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number four, the groupings of the shots showed someone with proficiency and skill at shooting. No one but Jeremy could recall if Sheila had ever even handled a gun. Well, and I've shot a shotgun. If you are a small small person. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even if you have that kickback is really intense. So like even if you have proficiency, you would have to be rooted in such a way in order to get shots off. Like because you're the yeah, the kickback is going to throw the where the shot goes. When you see the picture, she's she's tiny. She's like a I mean, she's not short, but she's she's tiny. Right. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying like. Something to I'm keep just in mind. saying, like, yeah. keep, take a look around. These are things that are rather strange. Number five, and this is the biggest one for me personally, Sheila had two gunshot wounds to her head. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. From a shotgun? Yeah. That seems uh, hard to do. Hard to do. Yeah. Uh, right? I'm like, right <laughs> off the bat, impossible. you want to you yeah. go ahead and, and check that out. However, the house was completely locked from the outside, So police felt sure it had to have been Sheila, despite initial inconsistencies and questions. (laughs) Had to be. They're like, wrap it up. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We're done here. They quickly took the bodies from the scene to the coroner's, so cleared it out, and let the press know it was a murder-suicide before the inquest had even started. Wow. And when asked to officially identify the bodies, Jeremy claimed he would not be able to. So his girlfriend, Julie, volunteered to spare the family the pain. Once properly identified, Jeremy arranged for Neville, June, and Sheila to be cremated, Mm. despite the fact that Neville and June were devoutly religious and wanted a burial. Mm. The twins' father asked Jeremy if Sheila could be buried with the boys, to which Jeremy responded he could do whatever he liked with her ashes. Meanwhile, the police asked Jeremy what he wanted done with the crime scene. He asked them to burn everything with blood on it, which they freaking did. What? Wow. What? So they cleaned up the crime scene for him. They dug a big pit on the farm, threw in all of the bloody evidence, all of it, and burned it. Huh. This is a dream for somebody who's yeah. trying to get away with murder. Like, yeah, right. they're just like, I just asked them to do it and they did it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so they cleaned it up. They even, they had to smash a door to like get inside to you know when the when the shit happened so they're like we replaced the door for you jesus here's here's the new key full service yeah so wow. they, they changed cleaned the locks. it up changed the locks and gave the keys to his cousin Anne, who made a copy to give to jeremy and the funeral was a circus where cameras flashed everywhere to capture the family in their grief <sighs> pictures of jeremy show him leaning on his girlfriend for support his face twisted in sadness However, afterwards, while people, uh, while having people over to the house, he was in high spirits, drinking, yeah. laughing, and making mm. smutty jokes. His cousin, Anne, who he ran the caravan, caravan park with, was suspicious and disapproving of his behavior. She had been particularly close with Neville in June and started to worry when she overheard him making remarks about selling things. So her and her husband headed over to the farmhouse to collect important family heirlooms for safekeeping when they made two very important discoveries. Number one, they found a silencer with blood on the end in a gun cabinet. Hmm. Number two, they found that a kitchen window had a broken latch that would appear like it was unlocked. Yeah. When apparently it it wasn't. So I like that she figured this out and the cops were like, I don't know, looks locked to me. Bye. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it took, they called the cops or whatever. Well, first they go and the, the head investigator that was in charge of the investigation at this point, his name was the DC Taff is what they called him is a nickname threw threw her out of the office was like are you questioning me like wow this is like well, this get the, the 70s fuck out. 80s yeah <laughs> and so finally they got a hold of of another officer who came and took the evidence the silencer 3 days later but like damn it had touched it like you know <laughs> what i mean i know dna wasn't a thing then but fingerprints were and there was blood inside that could have been tested so um other inconsistencies were also coming to light that were forcing their hands, though, into keeping the case open. Neville had been shot in the mouth, like, four times. Wow. Nowhere in Jeremy's statement does he mention if his father's voice sounded weird when he called him that night. If you've oh, been shot shit. in the mouth four times... With a shot With gun. a shotgun. You're, I mean, does your mouth work? No. Yes. At that point, no. right? Also, the silencer definitely answers the questions about no one hearing the shots, but with it on the shotgun and Sheila's wounds under her chin, shotgun's no too long, long. No way there's she no could way. have reached mm-hmm. the trigger on the on the gun. And also, the gun wasn't found with the thing on it. So how Correct. did somebody take it off? took the silencer? Yeah. Exactly. Clearly. It was found in the gun cabinet downstairs. So they're saying like, oh, she must have been performing a ritual and she must have like washed herself what? and put it in there and then took the gun upstairs and delivered the second shot that's some okay. satanic panic bullshit and first I'm, of all and like again we how many times have we said like the simplest explanation if is this was in a movie we would be suspending disbelief so hard right yeah now. Like, we okay sure, 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 yeah sure, sure. is this the conjuring what's happening this exactly doesn't make sense although his behavior was now being carefully watched jeremy continued to act strangely he started to empty out the farmhouse and Sheila's flat, selling anything and everything he could. He approached tabloids to try and sell naked pictures wow. of his sister for a hundred grand. He, wow. I've got three brothers. <gasps> that would never fucking never. happen. In any kind Isn't of the like, weirdest thing. It's so weird. You're trying to sell naked pictures of your dead s- sister. Yeah. Who could you, you imagine are saying Patrick? killed your family and your nephews? Yeah. That's no. yeah. It, it's it, it's and it's just plain stupid. Like, like it's always amazing to me. It's it really highlights that these people have no concept of what normal people are like right. or like what or normal people would do. Like yeah, because yeah. if even if they were terrible enough to commit this crime and and do all this stuff, like they they can't they can't figure out that like a normal person wouldn't, wouldn't sell their sisters that. pictures to and it, it's going to make you look. Guilty? It's so icky that even the tabloids are like, nah, yeah. Kids. The Daily Mail's like, mm, no, <laughs> no, yeah. Even the tabloids thought that was scuzzy, and yeah. they ran like headlines being like, "Brother tried to, to sell." sell. Yeah, yes. so they were like, even they were like, "This is scuzzy." Yeah, and this is around the time too that like Jeremy and Julie start having like they always had a volatile relationship in the past. Julie was only nineteen, and. You know, Jeremy was 24. They were on again, off again. And they have been on again for like a, like a couple of months, not long. It but sounds like true love. Yeah. Once yeah. again, uh, y'all, Julie, you, you cannot share this kind of secret with your 19-year-old no. girlfriend. Nope. Okay? 19-year-olds are 
volatile. No, <laughs> okay? and, and what's worse is that like everyone, when they described the relationship was like, she was way more into him than he Ooh. was into her. Like she loved Big L with the lights, everything. I want to read her diary. Yeah, no, really. Now this is the worst part about his behavior that like then his family was like starting to turn on him because he called a vet and made that vet put his mother's healthy no. dog down. No, no see, now that's no, too no. far. Again, it's just like you have no concept of like, this is going to look weird or suspicious to people. Like, yeah, this is I'm weird. Like, if a family member died, like I, I thought to myself, because I'm like watching this and I'm reading it and I'm like, I, I would want the animal you know what I mean? Because yeah, right. it'd be like, and, you know, and, and my yeah. mom loved this so much. My mom loved this dog. And like, this is a way I, I can keep I my mom with me a little bit longer. Yeah. And some people maybe don't feel that way. Like people grieve in different ways. And maybe to some people, this would be a reminder. Right. Sure. And like, and, and that's painful to you. But you would give the dog right. to another family you member. put it down. Right. That's it's, right. It's very... It, it's very bizarre the way that these people's minds work. Yeah. Yeah, it stinks. I don't like this. No. And the final straw appears to be him flirting, cavorting, and contacting other women. And Julie went into the police station. You idiot. Shortly like, afterwards. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, oh, okay. He's just not very smart. No. She claims that Jeremy hated his adoptive parents. He would have been cut off from the will if he hadn't agreed to help at the farm and he resented June preaching at him constantly. He resented Sheila getting to have a flat in London and thought because she was sick, she got to keep getting more and more money and attention from their parents. He had told Julie, his girlfriend, a month before the murders, that he wanted to burn the house down with Neville and June in it but thought firefighters would get there before the fire killed them. Damn. She claimed she thought he was joking, but then he called her the night of the murders and told her, tonight's the night and it's now or never. And when he called her in the middle of the night and told her something was wrong at the farmhouse, she rushed to his side. He told her later that day that he had hired a friend for 2,000 pounds to kill his whole family and had told him about the special window latch. So she's telling the cops yeah. that, who they're like, okay, <laughs> like, this is making sense. She was absolutely hysterical as she told them she knew the whole time he had done it, but she was in love with him, and she still loved him. Police went uh, to finally Sounds pick 19. up Jeremy and his friend. However, the friend had an airtight alibi, and Jeremy seemed nonchalant about the questioning. He said that Julie was saying these lies now because they broke up and she was jealous. And police were stumped. The only physical evidence they really had at this point was the silencer, which had been somewhat contaminated. Because they burned they everything burned else. the rest. Jesus. <laughs> everything else had been burned, but enough circumstantial evidence was there and they decided to charge him with the murders, meaning their trial would come down to Julie's testimony. So... Everything that happened, he seemed like he had like a perfectly reasonable answer to like mm -hmm. Julie's lying because she's jealous and I yeah. broke up with her and like all, all of these different things he felt like he could explain away. What it came down to in the trial was like, did the jury believe that Neville made that phone call? Because if Neville had called 
Jeremy, then he had to have been home. And apparently yeah. at the time, they weren't able to really pull phone records that to prove that or not. weird. It's very strange. So it came down to that, plus Julie's testimony, plus the silencer. And they, uh, on October 18th, 1985, he was sentenced to five life sentences. And in fact, it's been upgraded to a whole life tariff, which is super rare in England. Like, yeah. he will not get out of prison. Um is he still alive? He is, isn't he? He is. He yeah. is alive and appealing. There's innocence projects, lots of places, wow. lots of people working with him saying, like, there's no way to convict him. The scene was so contaminated and so, like, police messed it up so badly. Right. Well, you know, I hate to say this because I believe he's guilty. Like, oh, yeah. Granted, but I agree. Everything, the evidence. That, everything that I've watched has been slanted in that direction. So, um, maybe that's why I believe he's guilty so hard. Right. But at the same time, they have a point in that, like, there's yeah. a system that's supposed to work a certain way and you fucked it up. So, like, if he gets let out, it's because you didn't do your job. That's right. That you should have done your job. You fucked this up. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, so... Because I don't know. The the issue too is that a lot of people were like coming at Julie, like, how could you have known like that somebody you're dating murdered five people, two of them being tiny baby boys, yeah, for a month. Like you went and saw the bodies. She had to identify wow. him. And she had said later that she had to do it because something just felt like not real. And sh- the story that she told about him hiring the friend, a lot of people think he had told her that just in case, like she ever went to the police. The friend wasn't involved at all. He had an airtight alibi. So he could be like, she's making all this shit up because she's mad at me that I broke up with her. Yeah. I understand why people would say that. And like, there is a big part that's like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, Like, how could you stay with someone he did something like that. But I also think that maybe like some people's brains can't wrap around. That's right. The like enormity of the situation. And while you're trying to figure out like what the fuck am I going to do? Well, like, also, if he did that to those five people, what makes you think that you're safe? You're definitely all? not safe. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. I can no. kind of get that. Like his like, parents and his sister and his nephews are disposable. Right. Yeah. You who he's been dating for what? All of six months. Like it's <laughs> on and off. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Whilst while texting other girls, not texting because yeah. it's the eighties. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Because uh, that was the that was the stuff like she had to deal with the most is like how could you for a month? Like how wow. could you have sat on this secret? And she got so much crap for it. And I'm like, I personally like would have been terrified that sure. I'd be killed as yeah. well. Like if someone's capable of doing that. But yeah, so the case mm. continues to drag on to this day. Um, multiple appeals by him have been overturned and stuff. So he's still in jail. He's still in the whole life. But there are a lot of people that are fighting for his innocence hmm. and his freedom to this day. So that is the story of the murder at White House Farms. Ooh. I do need to watch the HBO Ugh. show because I've I watched the trailer for so it and it's so beautifully done. Good. Clearly. Yeah. It is like British procedural at its finest. Ugh. So it's not a documentary. It's a... No, it's mm-hmm. it's a dramatized okay. version mm-hmm. huh. of it. But when I went through and read the Murderpedia and everything yeah. like that, it's like... Bonkers. Accurate. Accurate. Yeah. 
accurate. It's really, really worth watching. So Hmm. yeah, that'll go into more detail. So if you want to learn more about what you think happened, if it was Jeremy or Sheila, I think the the most damning evidence for me, honestly, is that Silence. Two silencer yeah. and two shots to the fucking head. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it's impossible. That's impossible. I mean, a, a, a lot of it too, because I'm just like four shots to the mouth, yeah, to the face, yeah, for the dad too. I'm like, he's not placing a phone call. And they're in like such small groupings and stuff, and it's like somebody had to have been right. Not impossible, but also not likely and again it's just like the simplest explanation typically Mm -hmm. like you think that really the simplest explanation for you is that sheila was part of some weird occult thing where she's like (laughs) right right ritual come on yeah okay zebras and horses am i right all righty uh well what else are you watching besides that (laughs) christina um i uh I think I told you guys I started watching the Reagans oh, um, yes. on Showtime, Oy. which is Oy vey. Um, <sighs> fascinating so far. The best part is seeing baby Dr. Fauci <laughs> trying to, <laughs> to deal with yet another epidemic and incompetent. He's like, government. hey, maybe we should pay attention to this very serious issue. <laughs> I'm like, this poor man has been his whole life. His whole wow. life. Um, but then I also am watching. Um, this show on Netflix called Haunted. Have you seen it? No. Oh, wait. Is this like a, it's like a docu-series kind of? Yes. I started it. I did start it. No, wait. I need to know. So it's like half hour episodes where people are telling their personal like paranormal experiences. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm always half cynical (laughs) and half (laughs) like, me too. (gasps) Like the whole time I'm like, this is bullshit, but also, also, (laughs) what if it's not? What if it's not? (laughs) But yeah, it's like, ghosts aliens oh no uh, there's a cult <laughs> one there's uh devil possession oh wow old people oh, be- oh what right <laughs> old people am i right <laughs> old people young people scary crawling people no. oh the yeah. crawling people no i hate the crawling people mm. there's one that really- we usually call them babies but oof <laughs> <laughs> the one that house. scared me the most was this this guy was telling about being a kid moving into this um house and he's like i kept seeing this guy with a rope around his neck so he used to call him the hangman no, I, I saw was like, that one mm-hmm. no thank you no i don't imagine like that. if your kid just walked no. up walked no. up to you tugged on the bottom of your dress nope. mommy no nope. not enough people move or like oh yeah i'm, I'm sorry i'm out like yeah, you know what though? I have to say, in the middle of a move right now, I'm like, moving is expensive. Okay, yeah, but and it's a um, easier said than done. Just to pick up and be like, bye. <laughs> I will say, I would rather live on the street than in a house with the hangman. Ghosts. I'm just saying, ghosts. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I watched the Netflix movie. Has Amanda Seyfried? Seyfried? How do you say Seyfried? Seyfried. Se- yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, her. <laughs> it has her in it. It's called Things Heard and Seen. Yes. Oh, yes. I've seen previews for it. Was it good? Um, hmm. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, I enjoyed it in that, like, I feel like anytime I talk about like a horror movie or a suspense movie or a thriller or anything like that, it's with a grain of salt because I crave them so much and we get so few of them that I right. feel like I rate them on a different scale than I would rate something else because I'm like, Makes please, sense. please, sir. May I have some more? May I please have a scary movie? That reminds me. Oh, no. 
<laughs> finish. Okay. <and> I, will. <laughs> I was just triggered by what you okay, just said. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it, but it's not really scary. Now, it did put me in a weird frame of mind because it's like a haunted house situation. Uh-huh. And so I will say like when I turned it off, because Anthony, Ooh. of course, fell asleep halfway through and left me to watch the whole movie alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when I turned it off and my house was quiet, there was that moment of like, Whew, you know, which I don't get very often. So mm-hmm. there was that. But I was V disappointed in the ending. So mm-hmm. watch it if you like, you know, kind of suspense ghosty type movies and let me know what you think but i was let down by the ending i feel like it would have been so much better if the ending had gone a different direction but anyway no you Hmm. said please sir may i have some more Uh and it reminded me that i watched the new adaptation of david copperfield what when what hbo what is that it's a reimagining of what's it called is it called david copperfield like the personal history of david copperfield okay so i watched it Good? No. I cannot tell. Yeah, I was about to say. I couldn't tell if it was good or terrible. Oh, my God. A, long AF. B, like, it's it's so bad. It is so bad. It might have been, like, the worst thing. There's so many people in it. Tilda Swinton's in it. Really? Hugh. uh, Grant? No. uh, Lori. Lori? Lori is in it. Um, The main guy is somebody. There's so many people in it. And it is is. Bad. How could you do that it to is Dickens? Bad. Uh, it's yeah, so weird. Seriously, it's it's terrible. So wow, and anyway. that's wow. some good names. And I know, and I was just like, I know you like Dickens oh, and stuff too, yeah. and I w- just want to save you from it. Okay, don't no, because that's do something. It. If I saw it, I'd be like, oh, I gotta watch. You're this. like, I'm settling and in for the night. Yeah, yeah. Mm. you would know within the first three minutes of the movie yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay, and you'd be like, okay. I kind of want to just watch the first three minutes just to <laughs> just be like, to be what like, the. F- Oh, girl, it's you will text me and you'll be like, yep. Thank you for saving. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) What are you watching? So um, I watched last night the new Zack Snyder zombie movie, Mm -hmm. which Christina, I know you watched as well. What's it called? Do you know Um, Army of the Dead? Army of the Dead. Uh, Opening sets it up like it's going to be badass and funny and awesome yeah so you you actually when we we briefly talked about this earlier described it very well by saying it's like oceans 11 meets like a zombie flick and that's exactly what i went into it with as well and it does the opening sequences are amazing it's you're like yes yeah and then and then i don't know exactly when it goes off the rails yeah but it definitely does um, <laughs> it gets long. Yeah, it drags. It's literally an hour longer than there's a be. lot of emotive like conversations with uh, the main dude. What's his name again? Batista. Batista oh yeah, yeah. John Batista, just don't yeah. land. It's just um, <laughs> know who you're casting. I yeah. mean, that's the thing. He doesn't do long emotive scenes. Okay, I, I think that. Everything about this film would have been better had they just edited out the superfluous relationship scenarios. Yeah, like honestly, it- that movie would have been great, and you could have cut an hour of just the stupid storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like I oh, feel like you Zombie feel Ocean's Eleven, yeah. you have me. You have me. It's going to be so fun, but yeah. yeah then I feel like not. that's the downfall of a lot of these like modern like action movies or anything because I felt the same way when I watched Godzilla versus Kong where mm-hmm. I was like there's an entire plot line 
with Millie Bobby Brown or whatever her name is that did that not need to be out. in this movie. Like, there's always one. There's too much going on always. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you need right. a good it's editor action. to just you don't cut need all the extra shit. One plot line out of this movie yeah and then it would be infinitely better oh that <laughs> you part know? infuriated was, me I, every time they went hard. back i'm like okay well i'm gonna go brush my teeth i'll be back <laughs> yeah. in 10 minutes yeah you know yeah uh, that's kind of there was there was parts in the the last uh, not the last season but maybe the season before the last of like game of thrones that felt like that for me oh amen like the uh, like i couldn't give two shits less about the youngest brother or whatever the brand like any brand scenes i was like <laughs> well, i'll be went, right back it went nowhere not that no this, fucking we don't where. have enough time to talk about all no. the things that were wrong with the last season of game of thrones no. but like that that's was a whole nother podcast that's a, we could have yeah. a whole podcast just yep. bringing on people to talk about the things that they <laughs> we hated. could just have a whole podcast talking about how much we hate brand yeah <laughs> I know I could. <laughs> Look, I could have tolerated Bran if it went literally anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. Like, it didn't, though. But anyway. No. Anyway, I digress. So, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, also hard, don't recommend. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless you just have two hours to be disappointed at the end. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you have stuff that we should watch, if you have stories, be they long or short, because uh, you're out there dating again, because, hey, all those dating apps will let you know if they are vaccinated or not. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's myworstatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.